Hi, I'm Adrian Maidman. Welcome to the podcast, I'm Also, where we talk to people of multiple careers, pursuits, and interests. My guest for this episode is Janelle Hosking. Janelle works at the factory in Palmerston North, runs her own business, plus is on several boards. Hello, Janelle. Hi, how are you, Adrian? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, thank you. Uh, actually, you start with what, what do you do at the factory? Wow. Um, So the factory, we are a startup business hub. So if you've got a business idea or maybe a business that you've been working on for a little while, but you're kind of stuck or you need some help, um, you come to us and we've got a whole team of people, uh, depending on your idea um, and the niche and that kind of thing, we kind of filter you out between somebody on our team. And my focus is looking after the youth. So I generally work with people 25 and under. So it's heaps of fun. Um, and yeah, the youngest student that I've had has been uh, 13 years old starting this first wow. business, which was amazing. And is that, it's in Palmerston, so is that just that area or do you sort of go around the whole country? Yeah, so we're based here in Palmy, obviously, but we have um, people from all over New Zealand come to us if they need to. We've also got relationships with other um, incubator-type style companies just like us around the whole of New Zealand. So we can pretty much connect you with anyone who's going to be the most relevant and be able to support you in the best way, really. So it's a really, really cool place to work. Um, it's It's been a lot of fun the past two years working here. Oh, yeah. So what are some of the ideas the the young people have come up with? Wow. So we've got one person at the moment who's trying to solve the problem of rural internet connectivity. Um, So that's been really cool, helping him um, along that journey because he, I guess there's a bit of a struggle with people looking at a young 14-year-old and thinking, you know, who are you and you you can't help us and we've had this problem for so long and it's not as easy as you think to solve it and all that kind of stuff. So he's learning a lot along his journey. Um, What else have we had? One of my young enterprise students most recently, he created his own digital marketing agency and he's got employees and contractors from four different countries around the world. And I mean, this, this guy still goes to high school you know um it's it's seriously really cool you know it's not necessarily um always brand new innovations but every person is different so whether you have the same idea as somebody else you're different you know within yourself so you are going to have a little bit bit of a different spin and different type of um innovation on however you you know create that business or that product yeah i guess with the technology now you, you can be you can be 14 and come up with a great idea you can. Yeah, I think the, the biggest thing, though, um, I'm finding is people have these ideas, whether they're awesome or just, you know, just ideas full stop, but they never get anywhere because they're too scared to share it because yeah. nobody wants anybody else to steal their idea. So I think that's what um, we come up with quite a bit of at our work is people you know, can sometimes not want to share what it is, but the reality is you're only going to get so far keeping it to yourself. You actually do need to bring some other people in to actually help accelerate you forward. I can't imagine being 14 and going, I want to do my business idea now kind of thing. No, me too. I mean, 
when I was 14, I definitely used to um, write a lot of notes and lists on how I was going to get rich and how I was going to make money. But it was mostly, um, you know, working for other people, having three different jobs at one time and also trying to clean my neighbor's house, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 So maybe it's a generational change. Not that you're very old. Well, yourself. well, well. <laughs> <laughs> are the young people are they uh, are they more say proactive now? You think than say a generation ago? I want to say they're just not scared. You know, they they just have an idea, and if they can figure out how to you know, make something happen or how to achieve it, then they're just going to go ahead and do it. I know a lot of, not necessarily my friends, but people around the same age as me, they just, they just seem so, so scared. And it might be, um, you know, scared of failing or scared of not getting approval or scared of judgment and all that kind of stuff. But I think that paralyzes people a lot is that fear. But then when you look at, you know, the young people that I deal with every day, they're not even scared. They don't care. They just have an idea and they run with it. And that's why they're going to succeed. That kind of ties into what you do for your own business, doesn't it? That sort of working with young people. So what, what do you do for your own business? Well, so (laughs) being one of these people, I do have a lot of interests and a lot of things that I'm really passionate and inspired about. And so when I think when you ask what I do, I have done a lot of things, but I'm really trying to refine down at the moment because um, like on your your LinkedIn profile, it's got a lot of, you know, from, I mean, it's got a lot of presence (laughs) and it's still going now. Maybe I need to re-update that as of the past week. No, so I've I've actually just come back um, into the 2020 new year with the decision to try and um, get a bit more clarity and to refine the things that I do more, more so so that the things I am doing can, I guess, get the best of me and have the best chance to succeed. So, um, you know, when you talk about those boards, I have spent probably the past two and a half years um, being on a couple of boards here in Manawatu and as of Monday I've actually just handed in my notice for both of them you know as I said I think it's you you come to a point where you have to decide you know what are you going to go all in on and I'm really keen to go all in on myself so um, you know and the projects that I want to do for myself so it would be nice to give somebody else an opportunity to help those other businesses of those boards that I'm on to to succeed. Mm. So you're going to focus on your your own website. Um, yeah, things. yeah, absolutely. So um, I did a bit of study a few years ago to do with health coaching. But the thing with health coaching is, you know, when you hear that, you kind of think, well, what is that? And I don't know about you, but I'm not really interested in telling people to eat, you know, more salads and more veggies. And I mean, definitely do that. And that's what I do. But it doesn't um, excite me to tell other people to do that. And no, it, doesn't, so, yeah, it doesn't be, it's not exciting to be told that either. No. And I mean, like, eat whatever you want. You know, I was I was cooking dinner last night and I made the most healthiest dinner. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have some wine with this. I mean, I'm not the type of person to tell somebody what they should and shouldn't be eating. As long as you're not um, constantly eating cake and making yourself want to throw up, you know, that's a different story. But Anyway, um, with with that health coaching, they teach you the concept of holistic well-being. And so within that, there's lots of different areas. And one area that I really love is to do with finding more out about yourself and your passion in life and what excites you and what is 
what it is in your life that makes you really happy. And so I think that's why my job at the factory is so great because I work with people who are passionate about these business ideas and obviously that makes them really happy. And so in my personal business, I'm working one-to-one with people who are going through some kind of maybe major life event or something's happened and they're just realizing, actually, what am I doing? you know, why am I here? This doesn't make me happy. And they're at the point where they're trying to, I guess, rediscover who they are and and who they want to be in the future. So that's the people that I'm working with at the moment and absolutely loving being in that space and seeing the success that these people have after a few months of um, working one-to-one with me. It's really awesome. Yeah. You do those board things, the boards, the vision Vision boards. boards. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I love vision boards. Vision boards are a great way to visually see, you know, your goals or the the things that you might aspire to be or to do or the places you want to go. You know, at the start of last year, I made a vision board for myself and I had all these pictures of, it wasn't specifically China, but I had all these pictures of kind of Vietnam and, you know, Thailand, that type of style of a holiday. And then in August last year, I ended up going to China. So for me, you know, having that that visual representation of the the things that you want to be doing and achieving in your life, it really does help to actually make it happen. It sounds a bit freaky sometimes, but actually if you do that stuff, it can can have amazing amazing impacts, can't it? Yeah, well, absolutely. And I think it's something what's really important for me is people actually intentionally deciding where they want to go in their life and what they want to do. Because I don't know about you, but I definitely don't want to wake up in 20 years time and look back and think, well, what was the point of all of that? Or, you know, I did, I did nothing. So um, that's something that I enjoy doing. Yeah. So you must be quite reflective because, you know, on your website, it says, you know, you're making changes. I was tired of living my life the way other people told me to to doing all the things I should do. Yeah. And I think that's, it's one of those things that, you know, you're not taught to do. And at what point in your schooling are you taught to actually reflect back on the things you've done in the past year or, the, you know, the, the way your life's going? It's not really something we're taught. So if, if you can consciously actually sit down and take the time to reflect, you can be more intentional, intentional about what you want to do going forward. So I personally am always reflecting and um, it's a, it's a skill to be able to reflect and not be negative on, not be negative or not be stuck in the past. So there really is kind of an art to it as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So I guess they they don't teach that at school still. I don't know. Cause that's one of the things I always found was like that reflective was quite important. Oh yeah. It's so important. But I mean, I guess you might be taught in the sense of, you know, doing an English paper and, oh, you have to reflect on this book, but they never really teach you how to translate that into your everyday life. How do you reflect on an argument that you had with your family or with your best friend? And these little things are so important to help us to grow. Yeah. So how, how are you planning to balance your time in the future then? Is that just simplifying down? Great question. Yeah, simplifying is massive. And I think one of my big goals for this year, along with that refining, is to, yeah, really be conscious about where I'm spending my time. And I think I've got this really massive goal for the next five years 
And so what I've said to myself is everything that I'm doing or every opportunity that's coming my way, if it's not relating or not pushing me closer to that five-year goal, then even if I, you know, it depends, I guess, if I really, really want to do it, then of course I'm going to do it. But if it's not pushing me towards that goal and I don't really feel super excited to do it, then I'm just not going to do it. I mean, I turned down a, an MC job yesterday and I hate saying that, you know, to you, my old radio school teacher, but um, <laughs> I, I turned down an MC job yesterday because it was in an area that I don't have any goals to excel in that area. And I didn't really think that I would be the best person for the job. So even though there was, you know, a few hundred dollars on the line, I said, thanks so much for thinking of me, but I actually am not focusing on that right now. So yeah. You've done quite a few other things already, haven't you? Like, you know, working in radio in, in Palmy. Yes. Previously. Yes. Which is yeah. a variety of skills. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's kind of where it all started, right? Like I left I left high school when I was 17 and then did one year at radio school and then pretty much from 18 years old right through to 23 slash 4, I worked on radio full time. And that is massive. There are so many expectations on you, you know, especially if you want to have a lifelong career in the industry. It's so challenging. And so I think when you mentioned about my website back to, I was tired of doing all the things that I had to do and, you know, being this person that other people told me to be. That's how I felt when I was in that world. And I didn't like that. You know, I didn't like the person that I was becoming um, because of all of this, this pressure. And yeah, I just, it was, it was a lot, really. Yeah. Time for a change. And you've met some of those sort of motivational people, Gary V, haven't you? He's kind of like the, you went to his conference. Gary V is awesome. Absolutely. So I, like, I don't know if you could tell or not, but I'm massive into growth and massive into um, development, whether that's personal and professional. And anytime I see, you know, conferences or events or business life type of acceleration things, I'm all about it. You know, I think we shouldn't stop learning and we shouldn't stop growing just because we've left school or university. It's a lifelong thing. And so going to Gary V and getting to meet him was really cool. I could not stop shaking. And I said to him, I said, I'm sorry, I'm fangirling so hard right now. I need to hug you. And so we had a hug and then I got a photo and had, you know, a chat to him for probably 30 seconds or so. It's not like we're best friends or anything, yeah. but that was a really, really cool experience. And then I also got to see Grant Cardone last year as well when he came to New Zealand so got to hang out with him for a little bit over lunch and he did a um I think there's about 100 people there at this lunch that he was um speaking at so that was a really cool experience it's just what did he say what was his what was his point <laughs> so his the massive thing about Grant Cardone is he's very 10x your life however you're living now how can you make that 10 times better? You know, what can you do to improve that tenfold? So personally, my model is always 1% better every single day because I think we're all very hard on ourselves. And if we, you know, start a Monday and we we didn't eat all the healthy meals and we didn't exercise and we didn't tick off everything on our to-do list, that's quite a lot of, I guess, self self-doubt or self-hatred self that you could be putting on yourself. And I'm not into that. So for me, 1% better every day, that's a win. A slight change of uh, in your hobbies and interests. Mm. Got down, teach clean chocolate. <laughs> What's clean yeah. chocolate? Raw chocolate is amazing. I mean, it's definitely quite an acquired taste. And so, when I lived in Auckland and I was doing radio up there, 
me and my friend, we turned a little bit hippie at the time. Um, you know, I've, I've come full circle now, but we turned a little bit hippie and I decided that I wasn't going to eat any refined sugars and, you know, any dairy and all that kind of stuff. And then I was thinking, well, this is just boring. You know, now I can't eat my favorite food, which is chocolate. So what am I going to do? And that's when I started exploring different recipes and things. And I found out about this concept of raw chocolate, which is oh, completely unrefined ingredients in its most natural form. And somehow it creates chocolate. And then I started making it. And a few years later, when I moved to Palmy, there was nothing really like that here in Palmy yet. You know, our health food store was so expensive and they just had the most smallest amounts. So um, I... I just kept making it at home and ordering ingredients in back from, you know, stores in Auckland and stuff. And then eventually my friends just started asking me, you know, well, oh, can you show me how you make this and all that kind of thing. So then I started teaching workshops for a while publicly. Um, I think I did about eight workshops in one year and we had about four, four, 14 people come to each workshop maybe. It was mostly females. I think to in total we might have had about five or six guys come along with their girlfriends the whole time but um it's really good for people who are trying to be a bit more health conscious so I've actually just sold that which I'm really excited about the fact that somebody likes what I was doing enough to pay for it it was really cool and so yeah someone's going to be taking it over and carrying it on oh that's oh, very impressive very good thank mm, you <laughs> yeah and what's it like living in Palmy? Oh, Palmy. I think I would say this relates to many small towns. Palmy gets bagged on a lot. Yeah. But once once you live here, it's not that bad. But the reason why it's not that bad is because I personally have created my own community here. You know, I got involved in boards. I got involved in social groups. I made friends and integrated myself into Palmy life as quickly as I could. And I think that's why I've been able to stay here for almost five years now. I genuinely had a goal of leaving after a year. And then that goal extended to two years. And now in April, it's been five. So living in Palmy is great as long as you've got good people around you. And I think that's like anywhere you go. You know, if you can integrate and if you can meet people and really get stuck in to the community, you'll love it. The weather annoys me quite a lot, uh, but what can I do about that, really? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. No, exactly. Unfortunately. Okay, now I get to my section, plug a product. Where you can oh. plug, some, plug something you, you're about to do or doing. What oh. have you got to plug? Your, web, your website could be... Uh, yeah, well, I'd, I'd probably, yeah, thank you. I'd probably just say, you know, off the top of my head, if you're, if you're interested in, I guess, re revamping your life or the situations that you're currently in at the moment, maybe you've had, you know, a relationship breakup, maybe career change, potential midlife crisis, I don't know how old you are, but, and, you, and you're wanting some help to kind of move through that, I'm definitely available and the uh, someone who's super passionate about helping people to rediscover um, I guess their identity and their passion and purpose moving forward so you can jump on my Instagram John L Hoskin or you can head to my website as well and there's a link to email me and then we can just start a conversation honestly no pressure but yeah that, that would probably be my one thing off the top of my head that I would right. I would um, promote. You got, you've got some top tips starter tips for what Oh, I don't know, getting back into stuff. I think probably time management's the key thing, isn't it? Oh, it's too easy to get on get on YouTube and two hours later you're like 
I'm gonna do another. I've gone. What's happened to my day, kind of thing. I mean, to be quite honest, there's nothing wrong with going down a wormhole of comedy shows on YouTube. I can say I do that maybe once a fortnight, um, and I do love it. But yeah, time management is massive, and it's one of those things that you've constantly got to reevaluate and reassess, and I guess keep checking in with because life happens, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some some top tips, I think. <sighs> going easy on yourself that would probably be the, that's one of the biggest things that I talk to people about is we're all so hard on ourselves if we don't get all our things on our to-do list done or if we haven't achieved the things we've wanted to achieve by a certain age we're, we can be pretty intense so that would probably be my biggest tip is to go easy on yourself yeah that's a good one that's a good hmm. one Thank okay you. okay yeah no it's great I mean they're pretty much I'm feeling better already about myself <laughs> so you should you're awesome <laughs> yeah 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 thank you for your hey, time Janelle thank you so much for having me 